Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. That was amazing. <laughs> I loved it. <gasps> I, oh. I learned that like 10 minutes ago. And was... I thought I'd do it for you. <laughs> well, it was, it, thank you. And uh, what you will appreciate uh, is the little dance I did for you. And oh, you, did you, you didn't get to see in the moment. So, you know, when you inevitably make that real footage. Yes. Check that out. I will see that. Oh, I, yeah. Uh, I mean, I thought I'd been doing podcasts behind a piano for like months. And I thought maybe I should show my skills, which are limited. The skills. <laughs> yeah, oh, mate, that was what a way to oh, start. What a way to begin. Um, I think we just, we just got to dive straight in. I don't think there's... Oh, we no, we're here, aren't we? This, this is we it. Here. This, what, this is... Avengers Endgame. I mean, this is mad. This is absolutely mad. I can't believe we're about to talk about this movie. If the, you know, when we started this, if there was one particular movie that I was excited to talk about, it was definitely this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this, you know, we've gone through two weeks where we didn't know what to say, and now I don't know when we're going to be able to shut up. We've I know so much to talk I, about. I think we were just kind of holding it, holding it all together last week in Captain Marvel. I think we were just kind of like just sort of storing our energy a little yeah. bit, and now we're just going to go hell bent for leather on this. We're There's there is so talking. so much to talk about. Dear listener, hello and welcome to another episode of Don't Be a Hero podcast. We have been going through every single MCU movie from date of release, and now we are here at Endgame. And it's time to talk about Endgame. And to be perfectly honest, like Forrest just said two seconds ago, we're just going to go straight into it because we cannot waste any time. So Forrest, you're going to throw us a summary while I open up my drink. Why? Why, thank you. Kill two birds with one stone. Here we go. Beautiful, beautiful. Although now I feel that the Avengers piano should have been in the background of the, the summary. Oh my God, do you think... 
Shall I shall you, we do it? You could shall absolutely underlay. Yeah, let's 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 change it up. Yes. Let's do this. Here we go. Let's have some live synopsis oh, movie. No, shall I do it? Shall I do it with a church organ? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. No, it's got to be more anonymous, on- isn't it? No, yeah, it's got to be like trailer footage. Like give me tra- a, give me a deep footage. give me a deep noise. Deep oh. noise. Oh, that was. <laughs> oh, what about this one? Oh, there. That sounds like we're about to walk into church, mate. We're about to go I'm, get married. I'm under pressure now. Um, um, um. How about that? Oh, oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. Do that, but okay. turn the volume down a little bit. All right, all right, all right. Turn the volume down. Volume. Adrift in space, with no food or water, Tony Stark sends a message to Pepper Potts as his oxygen supply starts to dwindle. Meanwhile, the remaining Avengers, Thor, Black Widow, Captain America and Bruce Banner must figure out a way to bring back their vanquished allies for an epic showdown with Thanos. The evil demigod who decimated the planets and the universe. <laughs> that was the most exciting thing I've ever been part of. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Already two minutes in. Greatest episode we've already done. That is. That's, hands, let's just stop there. Let's before stop there. Before the quality goes to shit, that was. Oh my god! If we if we don't get Baftas just for that production value, <laughs> oh my god! That was so good. That was well, amazing. I'm turning it off. I'm turning it off because now we're t- let's oh. focus in. Let's focus in. Oh, take a deep oh. breath. Weird. Okay. All right. I mean, quite honestly, and we we do have a little format here. We do like to talk about the characters. We will be talking about. Easter eggs, favourite moments, favourite side characters as well. Um, I've also got a favourite quote Ooh. in this movie, like um, which quote. I kind of... It's actually... It might be, to be quite honest. might be my favourite all-time Marvel quote as well, okay. which might be highly contested. So, but we'll talk to that at some point as well later. Um, but, mate, where do we start? Where do we start? Where, where do we start? I mean, we start with... Um... I think I said this a few podcasts ago. I can't remember why, but we were talking about like beginnings to films, and this it this is the scene I've been waiting for. Hawkeye, Clint in the oh, farm, in oh. the farm with his kids, with his wife, um, and it, it honest to God, I remember seeing this in the cinema. I mean, we were, we were already properly excited, and this scene played. And I was literally like, oh my God. It, it just, it felt uh, dramatic. It felt cinematic. It, it felt it felt like, right, we're taking the superhero away. We're going straight for the drama. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it, this could have been straight out of like a horror film. Uh, it, it feels ultra naturalistic. You've got the farm. It, it's just brilliant. Absolutely yeah. insane. And at this point... <laughs> Really quickly, Matt, I would like to bring oh, out. I see, I see this. My, I see uh, this little book. 
my 500 facts uh, of the MCU, the cinematic universe, because, and I won't bring this out too often, but there is a specific fact that I read and thought was fantastic because yeah. it leans into this great scene. Um, and I am going to find it live. Here we are. Right. We are getting to the bit that I would like to read. <laughs> oh, no. We've got a dip. Oh, we've got a dip. We've dipped. There's the, qu- <laughs> the quality of shit. Uh, we peaked. We peaked far too soon. Um, oh, my God. Where? Why? Oh, here you go. Here we go. Okay. So, opening scene. Um, obviously, we see um, the snap, the click, the snap. The snap. The yep. snap. Always forget the name of it. Universally um, known as the snap. The yeah. snap, but I call it the click. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Um, the cl- <laughs> oh, everybody's dying. Um, and uh, this opening scene, obviously, the snap takes place through the scene. People disappear. One of the facts... As the opening scene goes on, and I want to rewatch it already, the sound of the birds around them gets quieter and quieter, quieter as they disintegrate. Yep, I didn't yep. even didn't even realize that. Didn't yep. pick up on that. But that that's amazing. It's so that leads me perfectly into immediately kind of the the absolute attention to detail in this movie they have there is one particular there's there's one moment i think where it goes wrong where they accidentally put in in the battle scene at the end with big ant-man where he's actually actually i think in that moment in time he's in the van with uh wasp uh with hope yeah but there's there's that issue but i think apart from that aside from that there is a huge amount of detail in this movie man um one of which as well even as so we have that heartbreaking moment i mean seeing Clint with his family and you're like, oh my God, this is wonderful. But what is so good in this particular moment is that the audience knows what's happened and knows what's coming. And it's such um, a unique spot for an audience member to be in when you come into to a beginning of a movie because you, you immediately are coming in with high stakes as an audience member. You go, oh my God, how is this going to get resolved? How are we going to start this movie? And it starts in the most heartbreaking way. And and as well, you know, Clint kind of represents this kind of human, you know, he's just a human. He's just a guy with some ridiculous skills. And, you know, so he's closest to us as human beings, I suppose. So it's a perfect person as well to kind of rip that kind of family away from him. Yeah. All of them as well, all of them, his whole family get dusted. And it is, yeah, like that attention to detail, the silence, the absolute silence and stillness when he calls out for them as well. It's, it's crushing. And, yeah. and equally, so straight after that, we then get the Marvel ident, don't we? Mm. Now, another little attention to detail in that is when that ident sort of pans out and you just hear nothing but just kind of dust, almost like wind kind of like coming across. If you look into detail, all the people that are usually in the mcu marvel ident thing i think it's called an ident i've I've been calling that since we started the podcast i'm assuming that's what the word is but um you see missing doctor strange you see a missing falcon everybody who has been dusted in that ident has been taken out and with their original backgrounds as well in it Mm. still so it shows you immediately 
yeah. kind of the weight of the situation and that attention to detail as well immediately is in there and it's just mate <clears throat> straight off the bat all in do you know what i mean just all oh, in ma- abs- absolutely massively i i think if anything and i can't remember <sighs> the mentality of it i i don't really understand because i can't remember thinking it in the cinema but having what watched this again, it made for me like even more gave me a lack of understanding as to why they put two films in the middle of it. Because yeah. going watching it back, you're like, oh yeah, it li- literally leaps straight on, right? It literally moves straight on uh, from Infinity War and goes straight into it, and and yet we. Um, and yet we go from that to two films in the middle of it. But but when I saw the film with it in the cinema, I can't remember thinking that. Even mm-hmm. though the length of time between the two films would have been far larger, because you would have had the you know the release dates would have been you know months months apart. I think about a year. It was a year apart, wasn't it? Yeah. It was when one... was what was the release date of Endgame? Well, was I'm it 2019? Glad, I'm bloody glad you asked, Matt. Um, the, the release date in theatres was April the 26th, 2019. April 20... Oh, yeah. So, and it must... I'm sure it was a year between this and Infinity War, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, it's it's a bit... Um, but, yeah, I, I, that was the only thing. I was like, oh, crikey, it really does, like, really leaps on. Um, but, yeah, it was... <laughs> and then we go straight into to Iron Man. The man yeah. who started it all. And this, oh my God. One of the things I remember saying when we did an Infinity War, Matt, was I, I didn't rate uh, Iron Man in it. I th- I said yep. that. And and, yep. and and I think this, if anything, for me, proves my point. Because this is absolute night and day difference between... Robert Downey Jr. and Iron Man in this film, and 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 it shows you well. It may it makes me believe that because we didn't get, or in my opinion, we didn't get enough of Iron Man in Infinity War by any stretch. Yeah, like he yeah. was very much at the bottom of the list, and 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 it also didn't really feel like Iron Man. The writing mm-hmm. of it felt a little bit strange, a bit odd to me. Uh, especially in this film, because he perfectly encapsulates uh, a tormented uh, Tony Stark, but also a Tony Stark that can still be jovial, still make comments, still be funny. Um, but he is such a pivotal part of this film mm. that actually you go, okay, fucking f- fair enough that you wouldn't give him such an arc in Infinity War because you want people to go into Endgame not assuming it would be the case that he would die. Mm-hmm. Whereas if he's overly in the first film, you're naturally going to go right. This is the end of the Iron Man arc, right? Yeah, it's um again, <clears throat> you know, when you you know it starts with Iron Man being in the he's in peril. He's in the, he's in the, he's in a, he's in a state of which really when we watch the first Iron Man movie, he gets blown up by his own weapon and he gets held hostage, and that is the biggest kind of moment up until this moment in Endgame where he's been in his most at peril, you know, his life is at risk. He was, you know, he was dying, you know, in the, in the first, you know, Iron Man movie. And mm. so you, it starts again, his story starts where he is in his last movie, you know, it starts in this kind of peril state, in state in peril. And 
what's really nice as well is that it's the it, the way it's toned as well. He's still he's still your classic Tony Stark, and he's still in you know, and he's still playing it pretty you know, yeah, and he's still playing his character really nicely. Like it's not kind of so seriously, but it does do something. I think it kind of ties back to the first film. Where he talks about, I really hope this doesn't go on social media. One of his lines is mm. um, when he's talking to Pep um, uh, through his uh, Iron Man mask, a uh, helmet. Um, and that that kind of arcs back to when he he goes to the soldier and he says, yeah, I love peace. I'm all about peace. Make sure this doesn't go on my, you know, you're my MySpace page, which goes to show how flipping ages ago all of this was. 2008, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was all about MySpace. Yeah, yeah, it's mad, and I get, I get like, I don't know, I just get stupidly emotional over this movie. But one thing that kind of always gets me is that it started with this guy, Mm. this one, this this you know, this one movie which was quite clearly a passion project, which was quite clearly they never once did they thought that they'd see this character and all these superheroes. They had a few superheroes in mind not all of these superheroes to come play into this kind of big kind of storyline that spans 10 years we i okay there's a couple of franchises out there star wars i can name for one that have managed to achieve um playing narratives and storylines throughout years that kind of feed into each other from one movie to the next to then culminate to a big climactic movie at the end but I'm of the view and the opinion that the MCU between phases one to the end of, you know, we're nearly at it for end of phase three. We've still got a movie to do. Um, they managed to tell a story mm-hmm. across 10 years, introducing all these characters, introducing all these antagonists and villains that, and the infinity stones that all play into each other, that culminates to this end thing. And you kind of, in, and it's strange, like in that moment, I didn't realize until I was watching Endgame back in 2019 how flipping we, how lucky we were as moviegoers, mm. as audiences, just to watch these movies play out in real time and to experience that. I had a chat with a mate um, a couple of weeks, uh, a couple of days ago, um, and they've never watched a single MCU movie. Wow. Probably bar one. And I was like, oh, the, the position that you're in. Mm. To, to to watch these movies for the very first time and not have to wait and then well. finish those movies and listen to our podcast exactly what i said <laughs> look at that what a privilege yeah oh. but it goes to show how connected everybody was as you know as fans yeah. we waited we waited we waited and we watched and we loved and we liked some we didn't like others but it, you know it, it, this golden thread paid off brilliantly Mm. um and yeah i haven't i haven't experienced anything like that before and i don't think to be fair i don't think we'll ever get that kind of experience again as much as they're playing into a new saga and we're in a different kind of phase now in going into phase five and all that kind of stuff i still feel like we're not going to have that same uniqueness as it has and 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 to be honest i think you've just you've just said it matt that with iron man I think you, you've we've ju- you've just identified one of the reasons why Marvel, the MCU at the moment, doesn't feel like it could achieve anything like this with the Kang Dynasty, is because no. there is there is no single superhero like Iron Man that we are following. 
right? No. Bearing in mind, Iron Man was set at the very first MCU film. We, I couldn't, I don't think I could name anyone from the last phase of Marvel films um, where where you could go, okay, that person's going to lead the like the new Avengers, right? Mm-hmm. That person would be that person has been identified to be like the Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, uh, you know, except maybe one. <laughs> <gasps> oh Wong see that's that's probably what we this film didn't get much of it was Wong we got Wong at the end got but there wasn't bit, enough tiny bit never enough never enough uh, no never enough at all but over three hours this movie <sighs> how did you and view this did you do it in half because uh, I did it in half I had to do it I did it at three did you controversially not out of choice not out of choice I wouldn't have done it in two um, but I had to my second view viewing. I had to cut short. But um, I, yeah, I think any anything anything uh, two and a half hours over. If I'm watching from home, you got to break it up. Yeah, it's, it's something about if you go to the cinema, you're kind of buying into. Okay, I'll agree to sit here for that amount. But if you're at home, it's I don't know. You just can't. I can't sit through a stream movie at mm. home for as long as that. But my God, is the pacing fucking brilliant in this? Oh my right? God, it's so good. And this is the thing; it doesn't feel like you know. I, 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 yeah, the times I've watched it, I've only really watched it a couple of times straight through, and even then, you don't really feel like it's three hours. Mm. But in I, I, I watched up to the first half. I watched them from the beginning up to just to the point before they went into the quantum realm yeah. altogether to retrieve the stones. Then I paused it there and then watched the rest of it, which I think. Is an it's almost like an hour and a half each way. Um, mm. That's how I did it this time round, just because I just time. Um, but like it does, yeah, it's paced so well. Each mm. scene is really concise. This it's packed with uh, character development. It's packed with character journeys. It's packed with twists. It's packed with Easter eggs. It's packed with um, nostalgia. As well, they 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 play with nostalgia brilliantly, with kind of going back to previous. You know, Clint and uh, Natasha talk about Budapest. You know, there's there's things like that that are played out throughout, which make it so enriching for a fan as well. It pays off brilliantly. I don't overuse it. I don't no, think either. No, no, no. I think for me, the only 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 bit that i could argue watching it this time that i'd be a bit like oh maybe they they lean into their own enjoyment of it a bit too much might be when they're in the quantum realm yeah so there's a scene uh where and i think it's new york it's the it's the avengers are in new york and for me it's a couple of just a couple of scenes uh one in particular where all the avengers are together uh in that kind of penthouse um, and it's just a couple of bits where you're like, okay, this is, this just feels a little bit trivial in the moment rather than on me having to actually watch this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're, they're tiny, tiny bits in such a massive movie. But it's so, it's just like, and each bit provides like, you've got an action bit, you've got a piece of drama, mm-hmm. you've got, you know, I, I absolutely love the kind of apocalyptic feeling. Uh, when we go, I think, um, is it five, five or ten years? Five years. Five, five, five years. years. Yeah. Um, 
when we make that five-year jump i love that i love the kind of kind of alcoholics anonymous vibe that they've got going on about the ones that they've lost in the snap mm-hmm. um and I, I just think that it's a really lovely moment there where it's kind of you know is really quiet really tender they mm-hmm. lean into that moment um which uh, one of the russo brothers is in that off. scene as well actually oh, so yeah. you have yeah so he's the guy that talks about the dinner Mm. Um, so that's I can't remember which Russo but it is a Russo so that's one of the directors and I think there's another person from a comic that does a Thanos based comic I think that's in it as well name escapes me dear listener if you know the name please tell us um, I'm not going to google it because we've just got so much to talk about um, but like so there's I, I what I love about that again Cap kind of you know he admits defeat and it, and it feels like especially in that moment for the last five years he hasn't like put, I don't I don't maybe he has I don't know he like he hasn't put on the suit no. for five years he hasn't become he hasn't been Captain America for five years he's given that up and now he's just playing into something that's more community based and and, and in investing on on just people's kind of getting over and getting through kind of the the, the snap and what is life now how do we survive mm. um and like things like you know uh what i like in that moment you can hear as as it kind of goes five years later you hear a really wide shot of brooklyn and new york and you've got Mm. that kind of brilliant wonderful shot you can hear in the background and cap relays this back to natasha in a a later scene you can hear whales the singing Mm. of whales around the brooklyn bridge and all that kind of stuff which again you know factually isn't wrong during covid when we were in lockdown that kind of stuff happened. Yeah, there were yeah, yeah. wildlife were on the streets in New York, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, they're kind of almost predicted in a way. Yeah. In a in a year's time, not yeah, yeah, in a year's time, we'll be experiencing stuff like that, which I thought was about a bit meta, a bit meta. Um, but like, um, so as we kind of travel, you know, five years into the future, um, what I like is that we see Natasha as well going through a lot in her character and particularly in that scene where it's just Cap and Natasha, um, there is this kind of relationship illusion that fans play into a lot, especially, and it's still spoken about now, whether, you know, whether Natasha and Cap got together in that five year gap, which I feel quite is quite open to some fan fiction. Um, so, <laughs> hey, shall I look for some? I don't know. Might be a bit oh saucy. But like we've got that, but I like across Natasha is that she's worried about Clint. Clint's gone off, you know, to become this Ronan character. Ronin, Ronan, Ronan. Ronan. We've got Ronan, not to be mistaken with. Or Ronin. Ronin, I think is that right? Ronin is Clint. Ronan is the from Guardians. Yes. Ronin. I think that's right. Or is it the way around? I don't. <laughs> I will find that. It's fine. A dear listener will tell us. A dear listener will tell us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you you can see that there's genuine worry. And she hasn't let up. She's not stopped. She's still in complete search for people. She's having the meeting with um, uh, Rocket. She's got a meeting with Captain Marvel, who is now sporting a a comic book accurate hairstyle as well. The shorter hairstyle. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I I, I digged it. I I liked it. I am... I but quite controversially, I found out uh, like 
uh, Brie Larson as as Captain Marvel. And uh, but online, yeah. it is I am one of a kind. Apparently, yeah. there's not a lot yeah. of. Um, but yeah, we I, spoke I, about I, that, I didn't thought, we, last week? In terms of yeah, her casting know, and her casting and, and what her part is. But uh, yeah, she's great. Um, she turned. I mean, she's she's in it for five minutes, and and it, it, it's kind of. Um, I think there's a, there was a lot about that at the time about oh well, where's where's Captain Marvel, yeah. but it, it, they they make it pretty obvious as to why she's not there. She's yeah. far far too powerful for this film. Otherwise, yeah. Thanos instantly like exactly. it, it, she has to look incredibly good compared to the other Avengers. So they they write herself. She, she kind of writes herself out, doesn't she, of the, of the movie because she in that moment yeah, she yeah. goes, you know. Yes, your 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 Earth has you know experienced the snap, but so has other universes. Mm. So I've got to attend to them also. And Rocket's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah of course, <laughs> okay, yeah. no worries. Of yeah. yeah. Um, so she kind of writes herself out until the very last moment at the end, which didn't, which is completely for that whole reason. She's yeah. way too powerful. Way and too it, powerful. And it, I mean, if you look, the inconsistency there, I suppose, is the irony of rocket going yeah that's all right but rocket is a guardian and they're the guardians of the galaxy so if anyone was going to set off and help other planets it would be the guardians of the galaxy right yeah yeah. Star Lord would be like, oh well, yeah, we need to go to this planet and this planet. Check yeah. everyone's all right and nowhere, and you know. So I'm like, yeah, yeah you have to, you have to suspend disbelief. Yeah, hundred uh, percent, quite, quite massively, to be fair. I almost forgot how involved Rocket was mm. in this movie and how much screen time Rocket got as well. You think about it, all these big players, these big superheroes that are in this movie, and they invested not in Quill. You know, they didn't, you know, they didn't. Snap yeah. Rocket and go, oh, no, yeah, let's have Quill in not be snapped. No, they yeah, went yeah. for Rocket. And I think that says something. And this is something that I am genuinely really, really excited. So last night was a Super Bowl, and they did all the Super Bowl drops, all the adverts and trailers. So Guardians 3 was one of them. Yeah. And we've got a sort of new trailer for Guardians 3, which is so exciting. And you just get, you know, you just get a sense that Bradley Cooper is going to absolutely nail this character. And now that Guardians three, and he did an Endgame yeah. as well. He did an Endgame. He's so good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, a- absolutely, absolutely amazing. Um, I uh, one of the things I remarked um, is I massively judged Chris Evans's acting at one point. To what, oh, at really? the end, it was fine. Uh, so he turns around. I think he's talking to Tasha. And he says, "I know it will work because I don't know what what I'm going to do if it doesn't, right?" And it and it is delivered so dramatically that it it just it, I just found it a little bit cringeworthy. I think uh, Captain America only works best when Captain America is either fighting or in a state of high stakes. I can agree. I can anything go. anything in terms of Captain America trying to blend in and be casual or have small talk it just doesn't work <laughs> no and no and also i find i think chris finds it hard as well yeah. to find to find a balance um because he's at, at the end uh he has quite a lot to say later on and it's perfect it works yeah. perfectly like he's really in it uh oh um i tell you when it is it's when they go into the quantum realm so they go right. in the quantum realm. It's absolutely fine. I think this line is delivered when they're on their way to kill Thanos the first time. 
at the way at the beginning of the film mm-hmm. and um yeah it's just really i just found, i was just a bit oh god that line delivery is so like it's just jarring because the rest of the film feels like i say quite quite naturalistic bearing in mind it can't possibly be naturalistic as a bunch of fucking superheroes but mm-hmm. it felt natural whereas that line felt so like i'm in a completely different film i'm in superman do you know what i mean 100 um, percent, absolutely and i think he's kind of saved by the better performances that he's in the scene with so for instance you know i, I you know scarlett johansson i i i think she outdoes herself Oh, she's amazing in in this one, and yeah. it also you know with her with her death it kind of got, it, it just feel oh my god that's it kicks you in the gut I do rem- I do remember watching that for the first time going how in the hell mm. how in the hell did they make that decision yeah I mean I, I I probably would have equally have been sad if it was Clint but I probably would have gone for Clint <laughs> oh oh I'm, I'm really, <laughs> do you know what I mean? yeah 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 but, but and they also have to have to move on from it very quickly because yeah, yeah, yeah. because the events of the film happen so quickly yeah. that you know at, at the end it's virtually forgotten about even yeah. though they're at, they're yeah. at a funeral <laughs> they're yeah. virtually forgotten about it so but yeah. they they kind of they, they they do I mean we're skipping a little bit ahead here but hey that's not how we do it here we talk about just good moments and what Cap does in that sorry it's a little spoon here look hello Ooh, hello little See, baby spoon that came out of nowhere. <laughs> Wow, there you what? go. <laughs> this is my, this is my, how I'm gonna make a point about Iron Man. Here you go. So Tony Stark, you can see in that moment, in that you know when Clint's trying to understand what's going on, how how did we make this happen? Surely we can bring her back. Thor's like, surely we can bring her back. I'm the God of Thunder. Hulk is just beside himself. He doesn't know what to do. And Tony immediately just goes, Has she got any family? He's kind of moved. He's moved on. He's going. Okay, what do we do next? Yeah, that's yeah. one life. That's one life. We're here to save millions mm. of lives. Um, so you kind of see this kind of uh, change. I think a shift in Tony Stark's kind of what he knows, what his mission is, and what the end game is for him. Um, talking about Natasha, there's, there's one thing that I've got to say because if I don't say it, Rachel's going to kill me. Back in the scene with Captain America, um, where she's trying to find um, Clint and his whereabouts, um, she's kind of grown out. You know, in the passing of time, you can see that her hair's grown out. So she's yeah. got kind of like her natural red hair, and her blonde highlights are there to give us an idea that <laughs> this is how much hair growth you can have in five years. Yeah. Um, there you go. That's my hair thing, um, which I liked. Beautiful. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Were our eyebrows all right as well for you? Or our eyebrows are on point, mate. Oh, I love it. Glad, glad oh. to hear it, mate. Glad, <laughs> can, clear, glad we cleared that one up for the listeners. Yeah. <laughs> I bet they were, the ears are like, they're going, oh my god, Matt. When is he going to talk about hair? What? Yeah. Oh, okay, now he has. Okay. Oh, there we go. Where's the hair buzzer? Boop. There he goes. He's done. <laughs> um, also, in that scene, you can see her ballet shoes in the corner of that shot um i think it's kind of like a wide shot on the desk where she's got her legs up on the desk you can see ballet shoes that she's currently been playing you know sort of training in and and using and again that goes back to her backstory as well Mm. so again the attention to detail is in there especially in that moment as well yep absolutely notes oh um i've got so many so when you do do this when you do your notes my predictive text goes all over the place. <laughs> so can we talk about the reappearance of Ant-Man? I think this might be a good time. Reappearance of Ant-Man, go for it, yes. So absolutely. 
so we see Ant-Man coming out of the quantum realm. So what was effectively five years was only about, you know, five hours for um, uh, Scott Lang in the, in the quantum realm as he was kind of stuck in there. You can see as, as well when that kind of like cranes in, it kind of pans into the, uh, the depot place, whatever it is, the compound mm. where they keep all of their people's stuff, that it has Lang. And at the bottom, the cage number is 616, which is a heart back to the earth that we are, you know, that the MCU mm-hmm. is currently following in their narratives and our phases. So we are Earth 616. Um, so that's a nice little kind of call back to the comics. Nice um, but yeah, he, he comes out and he's immediately kind of, you know, he doesn't really know what's going on. He's trying to figure it out. But what I love particularly is when his reaction to Cassie, mm. not the Cassie we get now in Quantumania, uh, 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 previously recast Cassie, but I got a question in that moment, mate. Hmm. Have is Cassie alone in the house? Has Cassie's mum and father, stepfather, mm. been dusted? We don't know. I don't, we don't think we ever find out. We, we never, yeah, never, never mentioned, never alluded to in that scene. I think it would um, have been good to know. It would have been good to know. Um, it would have been yes. Yeah, I'd, uh, yeah, there's nothing there, nothing there. Otherwise, Dear listener, you got to tell us. Dear listener, Ed, Ed, you're listening. I know Ed, you're listening. Oh, yeah, Ed. Ed, Ed will moan at us like he did last <laughs> week. He had, he had a go at you, Matt, because you, you said, mate, I did. that, that um, Gemma Chan was, was the, the only MCU character to play two characters in the MCU. Oh, fucking hell. Apparently, that, that that's went, very wrong. That went down like you shat on Ed's front uh, front lawn, mate. He was not happy on Twitter there. <laughs> Unbelievable. Mate. Unbelievable scenes. But uh, yes, uh, as, far as, I'm, <laughs> as far as I'm aware, uh, not alluded to, but I do have a question now you're talking about this. Mm-hmm. So, uh, small gripe, t- a touch of the gripe, because, let's be honest, wasn't a big detail, didn't need to be in there. But, he emerges out of uh, the quantum realm, yep. and he shout initially shouts for hope, right? Yep. So and that's he said he shout. I think he shouts hope. That's it. Then he goes to uh, like the memor- memoriam, kind of. Uh, you know. Oh yeah. Uh, with the golden yep. names of the people who have died in the snap, uh, and he's looking for Cassie, right? Then he goes to see Cassie. Then hope. Never mentioned. Never mentioned until she obviously comes reappears. back, reappears. But bearing my hope was his, you know, his love thing. His love, yeah, right. Where the fuck were the tears? Where was the upset that she wasn't about? Like there, there, there is a moment when he gets into the Avengers campus. Mm. And he talks about the quantum realm, but he kind of talks about what oh, I got put into because hope, hope she's my, she's my, and he kind of like moves straight on. He kind yeah. of like almost what I maybe what wasn't read. Uh, to be fair, that's I agree with you. By the way, um, I think maybe in that moment there was this kind of like I don't have time to get emotional. This is important. They need to understand what's going on, what we could do with the quantum realm in terms of time travel. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I think he kind of moves on immediately before he gets emotional and kind of sticks on kind of like, I've lost love of my life, maybe. Which, I don't which know. isn't really believable, right? Because no. she's dead. It's not, it's, she hasn't just like, she's not missing. At this point, he has no idea that he could get them, that they could get them back, right? So yeah. as far as he's concerned, she's dead. So I, I like, although I understand that, 
If you were relaying that to someone, you're not going to be like, oh yeah, we'll get past, we'll get past these insignificant details of the fact that that you know the person that I was really fond of. Um, oh my god, Matt! Oh my god! <laughs> what, what, oh what? my god! I've just act, I've just accidentally deleted all of my notes for this film, and I don't know <laughs> how do you undo? How do you undo? <laughs> oh my god! How do you click undo on an <clears> iPhone? <throat> Uh, oh my god, this is... Double click, double click. Double yeah. click, go to the right. I've, it just gives me paste, format, find selection. Does it not say undo? Is it no undo? Oh my... <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> Your face. I literally... Oh, Forrest. I had so many notes. Oh my god, it's gone. Oh no, 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 it's back. We're back. <gasps> oh god, alive. <laughs> Jesus Christ, sorry about that, listeners. That was, that was you know... Um, but yes, you were, you went you you were like the blood left your body. Oh, everything left my body there, mate. Oh God, oh Jesus. Right, we're back. Right, we're um, back. But yes, yeah. Even in that moment, if she she's dead, she's actually dead. So you would mm. you would take a minute to be like, well, hang on a minute. Can I just get this straight? Everyone has died, or fifty percent of the population has died. Oh my God, you know. Where's yeah, hope? where's yeah? You know. I think they probably needed a little bit more. Just and as well, <laughs> it almost looks like he's so not bothered about her. Yeah, it's, but that's what I want about. And and yeah. it, even Hank, who's been yeah. you know pal, like working with for so long now. Yeah, and, it, and it's just like oh yeah, well fucking you know my daughter's alive. So that's that's the main <laughs> that's the main thing. Don't worry about the other, don't, don't worry about the other two people who actually spent more time with yeah, within the you know last few years. I'm like, what the fuck? And so that was, yeah, that was bizarre. But I wonder if there's a deleted scene there. Feels to me like there might be deleted scene. Maybe. I think there probably is. I mean, I, I don't know. It's like even, just even, is it Janet, Janet Pym as well? Like, mm. the whole second movie was about bringing back Janet. Not once is she mentioned. No, Not no, no. once. Don't give a fuck about Janet, mate. Who's man. Janet? Janet who? Spent all our resources trying to get the woman. But... What's even funnier is that if you have a look at the cast list, Janet is as is it's credited as the Wasp in this. And obviously she did used to be the Wasp. Mm. But she's definitely not in this film. So even even the credits aren't really acknowledging her, you know, as Janet Pym. Um yeah, I think I think yeah, this kind of I think there must be deleted scenes there that must be missed as well. Um, but with Scott Lang, and I think with generally with Paul Rudd's performance, you I, I think you just get a little bit more of character development because I think he kind of he's he's the one. And again, I didn't realize how integral he was to this movie, mm. but he's the one that sees the potential of time travel, which yeah. Tony Stark immediately poo poos and starts. Mm saying absolute nonsense i think when he immediately says no he starts talking about some sort of effect which is a genuine scientific effect but the name escapes me or what it's called but like i think there's this there's you you see the intelligence you see the oh no he actually does know what he's talking about oh no he's not just a funny guy that likes to do heists and he's not just a thief he's not just a little bit of a silly sod you know and then in true tony stark's style he absolutely goes to town on the idea, and then never mentioned again that all of this stemmed from uh, all of this stemmed from um, Ant Man. 
Never yeah, again no. mentioned. Never again mentioned. Yeah. It's all about Tony Stark. Like the then, uh, as soon as Tony's got it, it's like, yeah, yeah, guys, figured it out. Yeah, I, I know. It I've out, got yeah. this thing here. Right, let's all get this. I reckon if we go like that, go back. Oh, hi, by the way. Yeah, you're right, mate. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. Uh, I reckon if we all go back, that Ant Man guy can go as well. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, mildly useful over there. Uh, no one's fucking pointing them out. The poor bloody guys just worked out literally how to bring half the world back. It's a dick move, isn't it? It's a yeah. dick move from yeah. Tony Stark. Um, Tony's He's like, oh no, I figured it out. Yeah, Tony's, just, yeah, I got it. Tony Stark. Well, it. do you know what, guys? Actually, um, what 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 did I bring to the table? Well, uh, he brought that idea to my table, and I used some very intelligent AI to tap in a couple of buttons, and it told me whether I was correct or wrong. <laughs> And it said that it would work. So it gave me the blueprint. I brought the blueprint to you. It created it. I was no part of that whatsoever. <laughs> and I've bought you the item. And and then I've, what I've done is bought you the item, then asked Bruce to work it out. And he's Hulk, so he's having the worst time alive as yeah. it is anyway. You absolutely understand Tony is fucking abs. He's a genius. He, he does fuck genius because he does absolutely nothing in the grand scheme of things. He takes someone else's idea, incorporates it on an automatic uh, like program that, albeit he came up with that. Fair enough, but he came in an automatic thing that just creates it for you. Chucked it, chucked the 3D print that he received to Bruce Banner. Bruce has worked out everything else. Job done. It's exactly the kind of thing that somebody actually on this earth would do in terms of, do you know what I mean? I think Elon Musk, maybe. Yeah, oh, oh yeah. Exactly. Do, do you know what I mean? I don't know whether that was done deliberately, to be fair. When you think about it, really, you know, he does claim it so quickly and he goes, oh, I figured it out. I've done it. I've worked. And he goes to Pep, I've done it. I figured it out. We yeah. can do this. You know, and they have a serious <laughs> chat about it and they're like, Okay, um, yeah. you know, this is Scott's idea first. And uh, no point is Scott ever mentioned. Yeah, yeah, Scott came up to me. Yeah, great. He even poo pooed the time heist. He tried to name it time heist. And he's like, nah, what are you talking about? Yeah, That's Scott, ridiculous. Scott, sit down, mate. What shut shut you, up, Scott. Who's brought Scott to the table, for fuck's sake? Oh, we were all doing really fine here. And, you know, we waited for five years. Scott turned up for two minutes and worked it all out. But, Scott, could you sit oh down? Oh, my God. Mate? That's Civil War 2, isn't it? <laughs> That's how Civil War 2 starts. Absolute Scott's a genius. Uh, yeah, underrated genius. Um, also, what I love is um, they get the comedy balance right with Scott in mm. it. So one of, my f- one of the funniest bits in this film was uh, Hulk... Uh, where, yeah, Bruce and Scott, when Scott first goes in the quantum realm with Hulk. Yep. And then he literally comes back as a baby. Then as an adult, he goes, oh, I've, I've, I've wet myself. And he goes, but how did you wet yourself? I wet myself as, a, as, as an owl. Uh, this, this, <laughs> this is me. <laughs> I, I just absolutely, I love that whole sketch. It's proper. I, I really enjoyed it. There's some really good funny bits in this film. Yeah, and I think Bruce Banner does some pretty funny bits as well. You know, when in that moment he goes, "Hey, I did it! Time yeah. travel!" You know, yeah, it's great. And I love the callbacks to Back to the Future as well, which I really appreciate. Really, Back good. to the Future is my all-time favorite movie of all time, of all time, ever, of all time. Um, and the fact that it's in there for me, I go, oh. Yeah, brilliant. Because you've got to mention it. You, if you're doing time travel, you've got to mention all these other movies that have done time, time, time travel as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, which they do, which is great. Another shout out Bruce moment is uh, his first bit in the cafe. And he gets fans. Oh, fans so, fans come over. Yeah. 
so absolute good. fool. I but they really, they really. I think this is when they did it right, and this is where I think they've got wrong with yeah. Hulk. I think they in that movie they went, oh yeah, let's have this smart Hulk, you know, yeah. happen, which does happen in the comics. We have smart Hulk. Let's introduce smart Hulk. Great. All right, we're we are okay with that because we're going to get funny moments. We're going to get that moment where he goes, okay. Hulk smash things. Okay, when they're in New York, they go back to New York. He goes, okay, I think that's fortuitous. He just starts smashing cars and goes, he tries to pretend to be angry and it's funny. But that's where it needed to end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was where it needed to end. What should have happened, this is my one, and this is, and I'm telling you now, I don't have any gripes, but this is my one and only gripe of this movie. What I think should have happened. Yeah. Is that when he did the when he took the gauntlet? Okay, imagine this. He takes the gauntlet and he was talking about I'm the one that should be doing it because it's mostly gamma. It was like I was made for this. Brilliant. What a perfect opportunity to do the click, and with that he then transforms back into ultimate, like an ultimate Hulk, effectively, yeah. like almost like a World War Hulk, like. Like he's even bigger, he's even mus- more musclier. He's just proper Hulk, mm. and we and that's our Hulk that we get in the final battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That and, he, and it's not like it, he's going to decimate everybody. He's too strong. But like you see him taking out those big kind of like floaty like lizard ships. I don't mm. know what they are, but I imagine he's like smacking into those and like chucking them around, like. Instead of seeing Ant-Man, I think he grabbed a ship and he put it through a portal during the fight scene. Let's see Hulk do that. Ultimate Hulk. Let's yeah. not just have smart Hulk running around trying to beat people. No, let's have this just bring him back. That's where it needed to change and that's where they needed to stick to it. But now at the moment, we've, we've, now, we've now at a point where Hulk has become a parody of himself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which is yeah. a shame. I can... I can... I'm totally on board for that. That's my hot take, Forrest. That's my hot take. Yeah, I suppose the, uh, the other side to that is that um, they've done so many of traditional Hulk smash um, films that have done so badly. So they're mm. actually, they've gone, well, if we bring smart Hulk, like basically people love Bruce Banner. So if we can find a way to bring, blend bring it. That, that, yeah, blend it. So, but like I say, I do, I do agree that it's become through She-Hulk became far too comical and not enough. Hulk smash! Yeah, I don't. I, I feel like they need to address it. I feel like they need to do something, mm. something. I know the story of Bruce Banner and with Margaret, Mark Ruffalo being, you know, Bruce Banner. I know that's not finished, so we we'll have to wait. Yeah, and, all, I, and and to be fair, I think is it is it gonna compliment quite nicely having this type of Hulk slash Bruce because Scar when, as he grows up he is going to be Hulk when he couldn't maintain his emotions because mm. you're going to get teenage teenage Hulk aren't you yeah so yeah. I suppose it's gonna, it might balance it out but who knows we'll, who we'll knows? find who out knows? how would you like to look five years younger in a clinical study People that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Can we um? Can we move on to another character? <laughs> Fucking take it. I know we we nearly already I think nearly into an, an hour and we haven't even remotely start start talking about favorite moments and stuff. But we need to talk about Thor. I do feel like we need to talk about Thor's journey. He got quite a lot of screen time, and mm. there was quite a lot that happened to his character through here. So he kind of goes through, you know. To be honest, let's face it, he really should have gone for the head. All right. <laughs> there's no yeah, there's yeah. no doubt here end of an infinity war if you're about to kill thanos okay it's like cutting the head off a snake you you take the head yeah right that's how you get rid somebody quickly right yeah but he doesn't do that and he you know thanos says should have gone through the heads at the end of the infinity war and that's what kickstarts all this mess so he's very much kind of guilt-ridden he feels like he's to blame He's the one that feels like responsible for what's happened. So he also feels like he's the person that needs to kill him. So immediately when they go back to kill the Thanos, that is 616 Thanos, that happens immediately. Grace to the head. Okay. All right. But what happens there? We've solved nothing. Mm. And so we don't see that. We don't see uh, Thor for a while, you know, in that kind of first part of the movie almost. Um, And we go to new Asgard and then we get fat Thor. Yeah. Okay. And I don't, I don't, I, I don't know if I have an issue with Fat Thor or not, but I understand that. I think there there could have been probably another way of doing it. Yeah, it, you know what I mean. Yeah, I, 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 I think two... he could have absolutely taken some drinks and been a drunk Thor yeah. without being fat. Exactly, exactly that. I, I think there's two problems. One, they did it in a way where he looks re- like ridiculous. Like mm. it, it look, it looks too comical in a movie which it, it precisely goes against the grain of looking like a comic movie do you know yeah. like it's trying to feel dramatic it's trying to feel then then you got this what random like caricature-esque character in the middle of it all um then um so that but also the kind of uh you know um the ser- the undertones of it all about you know finding you know people who are uh, you know uh, fat or obese or whatever you want to call it uh, like of an opportunity for comedy right yeah. there's that, there's that undertone yeah. which is difficult and 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 like you say i think i think you can 
you could have had a drunk Thor um, where that it's not even played for I wouldn't even play it for comedy you just no. you just feel sorry for him because yeah. he's, he's gone for drink he's completely made himself uh, recluse uh, you know he didn't have to play it for comedy if you'd have gone down the the kind of alcohol uh, mm. yeah, I think Chris Hemsworth does his role fairly well, but I think there's this you can see there's a clear battle to Taika Waititi's comedy mm. and the, the actual drama of what he's experiencing, the fact that he's got PTSD, the fact that he is guilt-ridden, the fact that he is built on rage and revenge, and he doesn't know how to manage his emotions, right? Mm. And that's that's Iron Man three. All of that is Iron Man 3, mm. and they managed to deal with it fairly brilliantly, I think. Well, okay, not brilliantly, but yeah. like... Apart well. From, we'll, we'll admit the party scene, the, yeah. the weird party scene. The there. weird party scene, yeah. apart from that. But like, you, you can see that he's playing between this bits of really heightened comedy, physical mm. comedy, visual comedies, and then he goes into kind of moments where he's almost about to go into tears because he's like i'm the one that needs to do this please can we fix this i'm i'm thought i'm the god of thunder mm-hmm. i don't feel like the god of thunder am i still worthy and then he has uh when he goes back to his world in asgard to rest- to retrieve the um the ether um mm-hmm. from uh from jane uh who comes back you, you see a shot of natalie portman Yes. In this movie, who somehow managed to get back into the MCU. I think it was from that point they started having talks with her again, um, mm. if I'm right. Um, but so, but we see this lovely scene be played out with a reintroduction of Frigga, Thor's mum. Mm. And there is this, I, I honestly, this is probably one of my favourite scenes in the movie, um, where you see that she, he is quite clearly just going to his mum. <sighs> you know, well, you know, for, for counsel and, you know, Frigga is a witch. So she can see that it's not his Thor. She, she kind of reads into it quite instantly. Like, I know that you're a Thor from the future. What's, what's troubling you son? I, I liked it. I loved it. Did you, if that, that scene, I love that element, that part of it, that element of it for me, I've, I don't know. It, I found it a bit jarring because so she's a witch. So she could see it and that's fine. And also, even physically, she knew that wasn't the Thor that's fucking roaming around. You know what I mean? But um, <laughs> yeah. but but she kind of skirts over it well too quickly. I'm like, well, they, yeah, you'd find far more out though, wouldn't you? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, even if you 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 can see it and you know it is happening, mm. you would absolutely be going. Well, hang on a minute. What what are you doing here though? Like what mm. what is going on? This. But I think she be? knows. I think she already knows. She if you think of Frigga being this kind of like wise witch that she's got like kind of like Agatha. Um, uh, what, what's her name? Agatha, you know Agatha from yeah, Agatha WandaVision. WandaVision, yeah. yeah, she's got this. I think that's kind of her background. I don't know if it's exactly that's you know, her powers, but she's got this kind of wisdom that she quite clear. I think she knows exactly who he is and why he's there and, Mm -hmm. and what she's meant to do. I think she knows herself that she's going to die. I think, I think that kind of confirms to me bringing her back into this scene that she knows that her demise is soon. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Or tries to stop it towards the end, but yeah. Yeah. There's so, okay. So the reason why I'm mentioning this bit is because I think there's, my, this is where my favourite quote comes in. So it's from Frieger, and it's got to be one of the best 
bits of lines in MCU that I've heard that kind of rings really, really true. And I think as well, mate, thinking about it, this is a quote that really depicts the name of our podcast. Oh, here we go. In terms of don't be a hero. And the fact that we kind of, when we originally kind of pitched this idea, we want like, let's, let's highlight the moments where, where it's about not thinking, okay, we as human beings right now on this planet need to think about how can we be superheroes? How could be super, superhuman? But actually what qualities can we use within those people without having those kind of qualities, without those skills and talents and powers, but use them as humans. But she says this, right? Mate, it's so good, right? Isn't this? Frigga says this. Everyone fails at who they're supposed to be, Thor. The measure of a person, of a hero, is how well they succeed at being who they are. That is a brilliant piece of writing. That is is absolutely gorgeous, mate. It's just brilliant. It just hits you. It hits you. But like that's, that's the quintessential kind of best bit of the movie in terms of a, a lovely sweet character kind of development with Thor in particular as well he gets some counsel with this mum and he moves on and he moves forward um yeah but I think overall we do get some cool moments with Thor I do think he does a good performance overall I just see that there's this quite clear battle between a comedy Thor and a dramatic Thor and they were kind of like fighting each other throughout this movie Yes. Internally. <clears throat> yes. I I would if you played God of War. Have you played God of I War? I haven't no. God of War Ragnarok. Okay. So how Thor is portrayed in God of War Ragnarok the game. Uh, and those who have are listening and have played it will know exactly what I'm talking about. If Thor um and I'm not talking about the visually, the visuals of Thor, um if the kind of troubled mind of Thor and the resorting to drink nature of Thor taken from the game was part was how he played it in Endgame and how they played it in Endgame, I think we'd have been in in store for a fucking fantastic yeah Hulk. yeah uh, Thor. Um, I think yeah the the issue was and and I, and I also don't think um, I I I love Korg. Uh, is great, but I I think the inclusion of him didn't help the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I think you know straight away they're playing Fortnite. He's got you know it's it's just it's just it becomes comic it just becomes a bit of a me- a mess because you're like yeah. okay what am I tr- what am I getting from this? Am I getting like comedy Guardians vibes or am I getting he's actually like had a had a proper shit and he wants his his revenge yeah. like yeah i mean for once i think that was probably the moment where they should have turned into a more serious thor yeah like this should have been the moment that that guy that you know that I mean, yes we get thor ragnarok thor which in its own kind of like singularity as a movie brings out something new something fresh and something enjoyable i think and something a, a generally a good movie but I think that was the moment if we wanted to see a more serious, gutsy, you know, um, you know, uh, fantasy based Thor that's kind of true maybe to Nordic kind of, um, you know, heritage and culture as well. Like going for that, leaning into that a little bit more and like cutting away. Uh, yeah, the, the, the Taika kind of themes. But yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. So my... Um... 
you're saying that you're well you didn't say your favorite scene but you said one of your favorite scenes was um thor and um yeah in terms of dialogue yeah yeah uh i think for me um is stark meeting stark Oh yeah, that Tony is a good start bit. Meeting that is, is a good that bit. Is I just yeah. think it is fantastic, and the acting chomps of both of them. But yeah. Robert Downey Jr. in that moment uh, in New Jersey, he goes back. Like, it's fucking insane. You can just see like the breath taken away from him as he realizes shit. That, that's that's my dad who just walked in, and a conversation they have and you know tony stark trying to gear it towards the, the child well talking well wants to talk about himself classic tony stark tony yeah, yeah. classic stark uh they want to talk about themselves but um i just thought oh it's fucking absolutely so good beautiful moment and the first time i believe unless we do know uh i can't remember it being mentioned in any one man films um where why jarvis is called jarvis Oh yes, yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't think we know that. Do we? Do we know that? We might know that. He might mention it, but I can't remember if he mm. ever mentioned. So it turns out Jarvis is like kind of a chauffeur, butler, mm. uh, real life butler slash mm. chauffeur um, for Howard Stark. And um, yeah, I don't know. If and we they're know they're that, in maybe. they're in Captain Carter, I think, mm. as a Agent Carter. Sorry, not Captain Carter. Agent Carter. The TV series, as that was running, I think simultaneously around Infinity War and Endgame as well. So that's kind of like a little tease into kind of oh yeah, it's Jarvis on the TV show. Um, what I also love in that sequence is that you had Agent Carter, Howard Stark, Hank Pym, Zola, mm. all in the same space. You probably even pro- as well had your favourite man. Go on. Mm, my favourite man. My favourite favourite Ke- of them Ke- Kevin Kevin Bridges. Kevin Bridges. Obadiah. So <laughs> o- potentially Obadiah yes. was there as well working, you know. And like, again, mm. I always say it and I'll say it again and I'll say it one more time. This would have been a really great place to do a little Disney Plus TV series. Mm. To see first Ant-Man. You get a little hint as well of the first Ant-Man helmet that Hank Pym's got. Yeah, would have been great to see a couple of missions that he goes on with Agent Carter. Maybe I don't know. Howard Stark comes in. We've got Zola coming in, giving some sort of, you know, information through his thing. And then you know you can <laughs> you've got Obadiah probably doing some naughty stuff as well. Like oh, yeah, there's stuff there. There's stuff there. Some stories in there. I think. Yeah. Oh, get yeah. a little bit of meat. It's a great sequence, though. It's a great yeah. sequence. Fantastic, fantastic. Right, I think we've got to we got to we got to fast forward, Matt. We've got I think to we've go. got to, haven't we? We're, we're going to talk, talk about, about this, the fucking scene, the beast of a scene. Um, so they all, you know, we've we've had a Hulk snap. We've got life back. Everybody's back. But oh, hang on a minute. Nebula, who we haven't fucking talked about. We actually haven't. No, they had a whole story. And Gamora. Nebula, yep. Nebula, uh, Nebula, absolutely amazing film mm-hmm. for Karen Gillan. Um, insane. Um, but she's gone and, you know, flabbed away to Thanos. Thanos yep. has gone, right, we're going straight there. What a shot, by the way. So I think we, is. I think 
is that uh, Scott who goes Scott to, that gets hit immediately. To, yeah. yeah, yeah. So he goes up to the window. He sees the birds chirping. So we get like we go back to that first scene. Nice. And we get the birds back. Uh, that's quite interesting. First thing yeah. we do see back are the birds, which the were birds. taken away in the first scene. So um, that's quite cool. Uh, he goes up to the window, and then boom, rockets fucking everywhere. Life gone to shit. Avengers broken. Thanos is here. Captain Marvel comes back. Boosh shoots through the ship. Crashes a load of stuff. And then... Yeah, and then it is after that, isn't it? And then... Oh, oh, oh. Doctor Strange has worked his magic. He opens up the portals. We see all these lovely shiny golden rings. Oh. Giggity. Oh. Open up. Giggity. Double giggity. Um, <laughs> and, and things go through them. <laughs> and out pours. In a wide shot, just looks like a bunch of sperm. Yeah. <laughs> just stuff coming and going. Uh, yes, loads of... It loads is, of- it, yeah, I, I've just completely like devalued what how epic this moment is. Um it is uh, what I just just before that moment as well. I, I I got to mention is when Thanos sits playing with what is effectively just six stones and bits of rubble that he picks up, mm. while Thor is just eyeballing him. And you've yeah. got Thor, Captain America, and Iron Man, the three superheroes that started this whole thing. Yeah. The three super, the the the, the 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 holy trinity, effectively, of superheroes that started this, looking at one enemy, mm. going, well, "We got to get this guy," and that first sequence when they fight Thanos is is just so it's so good. Mm. You, you get the qualities of 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 of, of, of teamwork. Like and again, it, it harks back to when we were talking about Infinity War when they were first going at Thanos. There was no cohesion. Yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. none and that's where they go wrong but in this bit they are strategic they are working together they are utilizing each other's weapons it's that moment that we see cap grab molnier and he's like i knew it you, you just got this brilliant sequence yeah, of yeah. them working together and unfortunately it doesn't they don't get to that point hence why that's where we get the portals being opened and everybody coming through and in that moment when you get all oh, you see all the superheroes that are coming through that have been invested and introduced in all these movies for the last 10 years you as a fan right mm. you as a fan watching that bit who has spent hours watching these movies investing in these characters watching youtube videos of easter eggs watching youtube videos of teaser trailers talking to your friends about it in the pub this is when i get emotional because like this has been a conversation mm. for me in my life for now nearly 15 years yeah it's it's mad it's mad to think about it yeah, yeah and it, i've built friendships over this this franchise and i've i've witnessed grown ass men crying their eyes out in this movie mm. like it's and it is that moment where you're like okay some of my friends we can do this but what if all of our friends all and that is the whole point of comic books of mm. superheroes good versus evil and you've mm. got all these people that are coming here for your back to support you to take these people down 
honestly, I bought I like I we so I did a little reel uh over the weekend with Interstellar uh Matthew McConaughey doing his famous bit of crying uh the <laughs> Interstellar crying meme against that moment where they all appear and you have that Captain America kind of Avengers <laughs> assemble and it just sends shivers mm. through my body and it makes me emotional every time I watch it. And I'm not joking, like it does. Um it yeah, it's it's just the culmination of ten years of storytelling. And, jo- uh, and at this moment, Josh Brolin as Thanos, amazing. The kind of realization that things are just falling, you know, like absolutely nothing is going according to his plan. The kind of realization that all, all of this is happening. That shot, there's one shot particularly of Thanos, and it's, his face is incredible. That is incredible. Bear in mind, he made CGI to create our character. And you see Josh Brolin's just, you know, face acting is, is marvellous. Um, but yeah, it, it, uh, what I want, what I would love dearly is for, and I don't know, you know, can't really be what if, because what if is like, you know, a po- like different versions of what did happen, right? But what I would love to to see and I, I don't know how you do it a half an hour program or something what were the events between hulk snapping and everyone who came through the, the holes before they did so what were oh, so how nice. so i want to see doctor strange basically galvan getting everybody together sort how he contacted you know um wakanda how i'd love that i would absolutely love just like people just seeing a, a half an hour short of people you know coming back and that kind of like right okay everyone action plans we've got to do because because dr strange knew all this belong all along right that's part yeah, of the yeah. plots yeah. that we didn't get to talk about from earlier in the film is that dr strange this was what this must have been the single way of being thanos that he alludes to in in, in infinity war that's so and true it, and it's and it's so he's got he's putting together that plan in the background right i would love love to see that all kick off and then because you can imagine the very end of it would be the those circles opening and then it just cuts off because we know what happens when they get to the other side of it but it would just be insane i think so you get you get um you get um uh spider-man you get um comes in and he tries to give them the kind of like oh we we came back and literally moments later like dr strange did this yeah, <laughs> like he just did the circles and then that happened. But like, I think it would be really nice just to get maybe just like a two minute short yeah. of that moment. That would be sick. That would yeah, be great. Yeah, I'd be well on board with that. Uh, or maybe me and you just do it and we just dress as all the different characters, mate. I mean, shall we do it? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I think <laughs> we'll add our own CGI effects and hope for the best, mate. <laughs> that will get thousands of it. That will conquer. We'll conquer. You know, we'll create a viral video, mate. Let's do it. I'm on board. Yeah, yeah, I'm game. I'm game. Let's do it. <laughs> Two of us play different characters. You know, you could be Doctor Strange. Um, I don't know which one I'd I'd want to definitely be. Who was on the other side? Um, oh, I've got to be a guardian of some description. I'll, I'll, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be I'll be Groot. I just say oh, I'm Groot. You'll be Groot the, for the entire but... video. You play every other character, and I just chime in with I am Groot occasionally. <laughs> uh, yeah. Amazing. Um we got we got to um we got to mention the um uh, the the arrival 
of Captain Marvel in this bit. Uh, so you kind of have the moment where you kind of, it's all just kind of go where they're trying to reboot in the van. They're, they're playing football, effectively American football with the, with the gauntlet, trying to keep it away from Thanos. Um, and then as kind of things feel like it's, we, it just ain't happening. We, this isn't working. Um, we see it's, it is pretty cool. I'll be quite honest. You just see a bolt of like flames, just firing through and it just goes straight through the main ship and again, and again, it's just so good. What's amazing, at that moment, you can hear, uh, if you, you have to turn the TV up really loudly, but you, yeah. can, hear, uh, you can hear right in the background, um, and, and no one knows who it is, um, someone just goes, where the fuck are you being? <laughs> just really at the back, it's insane, the detail in this film. It's a, I don't know, we don't know if it's Quill or, where the fuck are you being? <laughs> And it's just insane. <laughs> that would be so good. What the fuck have you? Been? Well, do you know what would be even better if it's um? Oh my god, who's the uh, Rob Brydon uh, doing the Man in the Box? <laughs> where, where the fuck are you being? <laughs> fucking hell! Where you? <laughs> you fucking been AWOL for two and a half hours. Where the fuck are you? I love that. It's been brilliant. Uh, uh, but yeah, yeah, it is actually insane. Uh, and then all the, oh, the female superheroes that have mm-hmm. their own moment. Uh, you get them all in a circle surrounding Captain Marvel. That is a cool moment. And she has to dart across to the van. It's insane. Even though she could definitely go to the van on her own and ends up doing that anyway. Uh, they feel the need to protect her. I'm like, kind of goes against the fact that she could have beat these people. You know, within seconds, but yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll have that moment. That's nice. <laughs> I took a drink at the wrong oh, time. That, was, that pause. That was... <laughs> I took a drink at the wrong you, time. You I've filled, done that before. You filled that pause with an almighty gulp there, my. <laughs> it's like Darth Vader's just. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, oh, I don't know. I don't know how to kind of wrap this up, honestly. I almost don't want to. There's so there's so much more we can talk about. We didn't really get to talk about Nebula's kind of storyline. We didn't get you know Gamora in there, and as well, we, this is the Gamora that we now follow. You know, she's learning about okay, what's this life that she had? Oh, okay, this is the guy that I'm in love with. Yeah, this is Quill, really. You know, and that you can still that's going to be following on into Guardians three as well as we move into it um in may but you know the 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 way that thanos is defeated is through the teamwork of every single person that's involved in that bit when they come back if it wasn't for them it's quite clear that this wouldn't have happened this is the one in 14 million this is the one and you know so we get the the uh the last standoff effectively between thanos and iron man and Iron Man learns from his previous mistakes, you know. He says, instead of trying to rip the gauntlet out, the nanotech are going to little do a little dig and take those stones out of the gauntlet, and I'll have a gauntlet for myself. And that's exactly what happens. So he manages to take, he takes the stones out, boom, and then you have this kind of like, I'm inevitable, click, just that stunned, heightened silence as well mm-hmm. in that moment is so good. And then you could just see the stones coursing through Iron Man, and he goes, I am Iron Man. Click, boom. Harks oh. back to the end of the first Iron Man film. 
It's... Where he says it in the conference, and then at the beginning of Iron Man 2, it yep. plays as a voiceover at the very beginning of the film. It's amazing. It's amazing. And so, and, you know, apparently they did lots of retakes in that moment and lots of di- they played around with different lines and different deliveries but they ended up with the iron man you know i am iron man i th- th- it's the perfect way to end mm. you know we see this we see the loss of the death of tony stark pep has this wonderful again shout out gwen gwen i've said it all along gwen you are <laughs> whoa, the whoa, best whoa. <laughs> fucking outrageous uh, just for any uh, new uh, listeners or listeners who haven't haven't followed us since the start, uh, please go to our very first podcast where Matt absolutely obliterates the fuck out of Gwyneth Paltrow, uh, and um, yeah, and yeah, just, I do. I can't I do. believe it, mate. Absolutely stunning performance from it her. It was in a this good film. performance. She, she does. She's she's she outdoes herself. She does, and she's proven me wrong many and times now. Tony Stark's. Uh, filming his own audio message to yes. kind of like uh, after his death insane like oh, it's just oh, outrageous yeah. the the funeral is is it's sad apparently the music they have underscoring the funeral is the same uh, music that they play at the beginning of his first scene when he's in the ship um so it kind of like it kind of like it's for all it's all about foreshadowing this movie it's all about foreshadowing yeah. um so they do that in there and it's just beautifully played tony stark has a heart right in there it's a it's emotional what else can you say what else can you say it's it's a per, it's, it is a perfect ending and send off for tony stark and it is gut-wrenching and equally as perfect ending as we get um with captain america as well yeah with... uh i don't Ooh. Yes, yes and no. Ooh, yes and no. Oh, Matt, tell me more, tell me more. I really loved the ending of Cap, don't get me wrong. There was one bit that I think that wasn't bloody needed, and it was seeing old Cap. <sighs> yeah, but we wouldn't. it wouldn't be passed on, though. The baton couldn't be passed on without that moment. I think what should have happened, and this is what I think... Okay, I'll be interested to know if the dear listener agrees here. So we have Captain America who goes back. He's in now in charge of all the Infinity Stones, and he's told, okay, in order for no alternative timelines to happen, and any kind of rifts, effectively, um, let's send all these stones back to the place where they originated from, and let all this play out in real time. So that's Cap's job, and you know, for him, that's a that's a whole kind of like. You know, that's a huge job for him to do, but it'll be five seconds for people in 616 at that time. What should have happened is that he should have gone boom into the quantum realm, coming back in five, four, three, two, one. And literally, all we needed to see is that pause, Bucky smiling, knowing exactly what he's done, because he know who, who he wants to be with. And then we have this sound of the, the song that they play, the dance at the end, we hear that kind of playing, and then we just immediately go to Captain America and Agent Carter doing the dance that they did. We, I think, up after that, having then Sam see that there's a, a Captain America shield that's been deposited, maybe on the on the on the yeah, seat on the on the bench. Had to be a dialogue, though, Matt. Had no to way. be nah. Sam. Sam would no. There's no way Sam would be the type of person to go right. I'm going to take this shield and fucking go to town with it. It's like a he saving private Ryan moment. I didn't birth. need it. Don't you? Don't need it. Had to be told in a moment. Or 
either that or Bucky delivered the news and it was the plan all along and then Bucky had like uh, something for Sam. Oh, that would have been so good because that would have been that would have been a reference to Back to the Future. There you go. That would have been that. Oh, mate, that would have been so much better. Literally, Bucky in his pocket. He checks his pocket and there's a note from Cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In his. Hey. There you go. Because they even have a hug before he goes. So absolutely Captain America could have been like So or somebody just delivers a letter. We've had this we've had this letter in our in our post office for years. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah, okay. Could have done that, yeah. Um but yeah, Bucky delivering the news would have been good, I think, for me. Um also, why is old Cap old? Oh yeah, that's another thing. That's the other thing that I don't understand. Does he did he throw that, you know, he, he delivered back the stones and did he take the super soldier serum out of him so he could age? That must be the only answer. Yeah, but yes, but then why, how, when, what? And and, and, and also, because it, it's the opposite, isn't it? Because you're to- at the beginning of the film, we're told that uh, when Scott Lang goes into Quantum Realm, he's, the five years for him has been like... I don't know, I think it says like five minutes or five hours, right? It's been no time at all. So, if anything, it's the opposite. So, so Captain America's gone back in time, but the nature of time is massively uh, sped up in the quantum realm. Sped up, slowed down. Sped up. No, slowed down. So, so, so say it was 30 years in the real world, in it would be thirty hours in quantum realm, right? Hello, Matt. Hello, Matt. Hello, Matt. Hello, Matt. Hello, Matt. Hello, Matt. Oh no, Matt. Matt has Hello, Matt. absolutely Matt frozen. Has absolutely Matt. frozen. Matt's gone. Matt's gone. What? Okay, so this has never happened, ever. Never once has there been a technical hitch with our podcasts, but somehow. Right now, in this moment, Forrest has disappeared. He must have disappeared into the quantum realm. He must have, honestly. He froze, and then it just went like that. Even talking about the quantum realm, this is what can happen to you. Did I, I had no idea. I didn't know that this was a thing. But he's gone. He's gone into the quantum realm. He must have. That's the only answer, right? I mean, it, it can't be his Wi-Fi. His Wi-Fi is really strong. Um, but dear listener, yeah, at this moment in time right now, I'm alone. There's no, there's no Forrest. No forest to be seen. For what might feel like this might be a five-minute technical hitch, this might be a couple seconds in the quantum realm for Forrest, but we'll we'll find out. Hopefully we'll bring him back at some point. And when we do, after this moment when I've spoken, Forrest would have returned, and you wouldn't have noticed any difference in the flow of this podcast because we're going to continue talking about the final moments of Endgame in three, two, one. And we're back. Okay, anyway, what were we saying? Nothing happened. Nothing bad nothing, happened. Nothing, nothing yeah, no good. Yeah, absolutely fine. I can't remember didn't attack me. Uh, so, yeah, I didn't understand why Captain America was old. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the podcast. Every- <laughs> <laughs> I had a hell of a time. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, so I, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't understand that bit at all. But hey. Well, okay, fine. well, fair enough. I mean, you know, I think... I, to be perfectly honest, I feel like I we we set ourselves up immediately for this to be the best podcast in the world, and we're like, this is going to be the best one we've done, 
and we've had officially, and I'll be honest, that's got to be our first technical glitch. Oh, uh, fundamental glitch. We've had like yeah. broadband doing a little bit, but and and the thing is, my broadband's absolutely fine. It just decided that it would have a cough, completely shut down everything. My phone was off, my wife like everywhere, and now it's back up like nothing fucking happened. It just. <laughs> I know. It's like, it's it's like, like oh, it, now I'm back again. <laughs> it knew. It knew. It's like your Wi-Fi knew this was Endgame. I'm gonna troll the shit out of Forest. Oh, I'm off. Yeah. Oh, I'm back on. Like it. I'm gone. I'm just, just a dick around like an like an idiot. So just to get some evidence in the quantum realm, how long was that for you? Uh, that well, that for me that felt like five minutes, but it was Did actually forty five. It was, it was quite, I mean, I've managed to have two Kit Kat Chunkies and made myself a cup of tea in that time. You've had a very proactive uh, <laughs> two and a half minutes with me in the uh, quantum room over here, man. Well, well, there we go. We've now got evidence, dear listener, that the quantum realm exists. Because <laughs> Forrest, quite clearly, only explanation went in there at that time. Um, yeah, I think, I, you know... I think the movie ends perfectly and I think the last shot, it being Cap and Carter and it fades out into the music. And as well, when it comes to the credits, there's no end credits, mm. It's but they the way that they sign off each, other, each character's name and their acting name and they do a little signature, played brilliantly. I think they, I think it kind of, it's the icing on the cake for me. I do remember like just being so like, emotionally drained at the at the end of the movie yeah. um and, and again it happened again this time around like it's it just there's something about endgame that just i don't know it just sends a shockwave through me and i think for for that reason if i was to have asked the question and i did ask the question what's better endgame or infinity war now, that was a question that I put to our Instagram dear listeners and podcast mates. And, uh, mate, we've got some serious votes. Um, we put this up last night. Um, and can I just, before we reveal, actually, before we reveal even remotely uh, the, 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 the results on this, uh, mm. I just want to give a big shout out to our cynic culture who gave the vote, um, the poll, effectively a share on their own uh, networking stream. Uh, more Morgan Cobb's podcast as well, uh, which is Cobb's Corner podcast. Um, thank you very much. Uh, worth a watch podcast as well. You guys are doing an absolute solid. Thank you so much for sharing that. And, and everybody else, thank you so much for voting. We had, I think, just over, yeah, just over, well, yeah, 90, 90 votes in total. Beautiful. Love it. So the question is, which one is better? This is the ultimate MCU question, Endgame or Infinity War? Where do you think this weighs for us out of interest? I, um, I'm i absolutely Endgame, mate. Can't be anything but Endgame. It is, starts brilliantly, paced brilliantly, exciting throughout, ends dramatically. It, it's just, it's another level. I think, I think generally speaking, I think Endgame's in the minority, though, in between which one's better. I know more people that love Infinity War more than Endgame. They're just idiots. They're, <laughs> they're, <laughs> no, they're just wrong. Don't need to, don't need to talk. No, but, uh, yeah, no, I, 
I mean, both you. You the thing is, you can you're trying to you're comparing or whatever your two amazing films. Yeah, yeah. That are both are designed to do something completely different as well. 100%. One's to completely end, and one's basically to set up. They need each other. These films need each other, in order to finish with the perfect climax in the film and the movie in Endgame, which I did. And this is close. Okay, so I'm going to reveal the results. Okay, um, so they they're in ridiculously close but uh we have with 43 votes oh tell me man tell me infinity war Ooh. with 47 votes wow end game now that could tip that could change at any given moment so right now wow. as of the recording of our podcast which is on monday night um it might have changed by wednesday by, by the time we upload um but it is currently at 47 uh, with Endgame and 43 with Infinity what, War. But yeah, percentage? thank you for voting, peeps. What percentage is that? Oh my God, mate, I don't know. It says it on the image, mate. It literally, that's the first thing you read. <laughs> it gives you the percentage before it gives you the fucking allocation of voting. Votes. <laughs> Does it? Yes, mate. All right, mate. All right, I'm getting there. Jesus, back in Christ. He's like moaning in there. It says it on the thing. I'm, I've just clicked something by accident. Get in there. What? It's not telling me. It's on the thing. <laughs> are you winding me? Are you winding me up? It's no. literally the picture, mate. Right there, you go. What will you tell me then? Because I can't right. get it up. You're going on Instagram. That's what she said. Anyway. Anyway, and the third post, bish bash bosh, it literally tells you at the bottom there. Oh, it's fifty-two. Endgame, 48, Infinity War. All right. And do you know Jesus. when else we had a vote like that in our lifetime? Brexit. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Okay. 48, we 52. We had Brexit, mate. There you go. <laughs> and that was a perfect opportunity for us to reveal we are now going to become a political podcast. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Don't be a Tory. <laughs> Coming up. Next. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Um, oh, so, all I could say, really, is we got the last cameo of Stanley in this movie, and it has to end this podcast with Stanley. Um, he said, uh, what is it, make peace, not law? Make love not war, something like that. I got it wrong, but um, he's dressed as his seventies version of himself when they do the seventies callback, uh, and yeah, it was his last movie cameo um, with us. And what a film to finish with as well, and what a film to display on the big screen. His characters that he's created, and uh, genuinely, what a man, what a man. I mean, we mentioned it last week, but wow. Thank you, Stan Lee. Thank you for Endgame. Thank you for your work, mate. Thank you, K-Dog. What a journey. Thank you, K-Dog. Um, but the fun doesn't stop here, mate, because uh, there's one more film. Yeah, there is. There is. Which you, you didn't even click on, mate. You no, didn't mate, even realise. I completely forgot it was in phase three. So um, we have, what do we have? We have one more film. And that extra little nugget of a film is Spider-Man Far From Home. Oh, I can't wait. I I um, own this movie. I actually bought it 
because I really enjoyed it that much. So yeah, I'm looking forward to watching it. Do you know what? And I feel embarrassed, quite frankly, to say this. I cannot remember watching this film. Ah, oh, Jake Gyllenhaal, man. But I absolutely, yeah. I can't remember it for love nor like. I literally can't remember it. Oh, it's great. And I, it's I, really I, good. I, I'm, I'm slightly worried. I'm concerned for myself as to why, because I must have seen it. I must have ah, seen yeah, it. Yeah. I must have seen. You, you must have. You must I have. D- I, I did not not see a Spider-Man film, so I'm like, I did not I, not not see it. No, no, I did not. No, I did not not not. But can I remember anything about it? Can I act? Well, Forrest, this is why we're doing this. Oh, this is why. This is why this exists. That is so true, there. This mate. is that why is... we are here going through. I mean, it's look. We've just spoken about Endgame. We need to celebrate this together as well. Mm. Like. You know, we're we're not even not even a year into this podcast, and we've already spoken about Endgame, and we're already about to finish and wrap up Phase Three and go straight into Phase Four, and before you know it, we'll be caught up with Phase Five, um, which is exciting because it does mean then we will be also changing the way that we uh, you know deliver these podcasts as well still be weekly still won't be you know still be regular but it'll be what do we do next do we talk about other things do we talk oh do we want games do we talk about other films oh we're gonna we're gonna think about it we're gonna come up with ideas and we'll reveal it in due course um but thank you for sticking with us thank you for listening to the podcast if you are new to the podcast please make sure you're following us please make sure you're leaving a review in whatever stream you're listening to this right now if it's spot spotify amazon music if it's apple podcasts google who cares who knows you leave a review you make sure you follow us and thank you for listening um i don't know if there's anything else that i think i need to say Thank you. I would like to say is go on. Be the person you are, not the person people expect you to be. Oh my god, that was keep real to yourself. Oh my god. Keep real to the world around you. And whatever may come your way, just remember. Iron Man. That's, that's it. Just remember. Just remember. Rem- remember. Mm-hmm. Whatever ideas you might have. Yep. Whatever thing you might come up with. Mm. Be Scott. Don't be Tony Stark. There, Don't take more. someone's idea. There we and go. And roll with it. Mm-hmm. You know. Just, just you, yep. you, you come up with it. Mm. Embrace it. Be yep. humble in the victory. Are you still listening? Mm. <laughs> and I suggest you you go to bed. <laughs> and we'll see you in the next spot. <laughs> yeah, there we go. We haven't even reviewed. We haven't even given it a rating. No, we haven't. Hundred crisps. Hundred. All of the crisps in the packet. It's a massive fucking share box. Every share crisp bag. ever existed ever. There you go. There's our review. Chom chom chom. I'm having a whale of a time. Thank you for this, Forrest. Thank I'll you. see you next week, mate. Thank you for this, mate. Ta-ra. You're beautiful. Should we end this again? You're oh. beautiful. We are beautiful. Mm. 
Thank you for listening to another episode of Don't Be A Hero Podcast. If you have any comments, feedback or any thoughts, email us at don'tbeaheropodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and other streaming platforms for future content. And to keep up to date on all things Don't Be A Hero, follow us on our Instagram or our TikTok at Don't Be A Hero Podcast. We'll see you there.